0: Told told. Uh-huh. Dr. Kredak, as always, we have a, a special guest here today. She's near and dear to my heart. Uh, we have my hygienist. Yeah. I like to call her my hygienist. Uh, Jessica okay. Martinez, so we're gonna be RDH. We're going to be
1: corny today, huh? Uh,
0: I mean, I think I try to stay a little with a, with a light level of corniness all the time. So That's The puns. The puns. Keeping it Ugh. consistent.
1: So this, what, this is what, you're going to quit soon? <laughs> because of the puns, <laughs> no, you're going to quit. I think right? I'm in now. Oh, no, you're going to quit. You just realized
0: That's why she's my favorite.
1: So today, we just want to just talk to hygienists. We want to talk to you and just kind of get your experience when Mm -hmm. it comes to dental, right? Because let's be completely honest. A lot of patients identify the dental office based on their hygienist. Like, oh, I come in because my hygienist, right? They They, they,
0: they don't want to see me. They They could care less about me They just want their teeth cleaned by someone they like, and they want to see that person regularly. That's really it. Right.
1: So I noticed that a lot of patients are more keen to tell you their problems i'm not talking about like psychological problem of course right well, they tell me <laughs> both oh <laughs> okay. okay so both but we'll focus on dental next podcast we'll talk about the issues <laughs> the issues with patients volume two um but they talk about like everything is bothering them and and what are some of the things that you notice and when it comes to the dental field and and like you know what patients are more what you notice noticing what patients like do they get more gum disease do they get more recession did you know what do you notice when mm. it comes to the dental field now
2: um i mean definitely you start to see trends in patients especially here in our office where we have a, a, a younger demographic um we start to see um patient, a lot of patients who are clenching and grinding associated with recession um Periodontal disease is a huge, um, huge thing too. Considering that those things are both um, risk factors for periodontal disease, and um, so it's it's mostly about educating these patients because a lot of them are unaware. So just educating them on on what's going on and what we see and how to control it.
1: So imagine I'm your patient. I come in. Tell me, what's the first thing you say to me besides hello? And you know, like you, 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 you what do you do? What What are the steps to a good overall like hygiene appointment?
2: Um I always map out the appointment to the patient, but first I try to get to know them a little personally, ask them how their day's going, what they do. They're gonna go back to work. Have they been on any vacations recently? Um, if they have plans for the weekend, just try to really kinda let them loose a little bit. So that's Related what I'm that's what, I'm that's
1: what I'm that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing wrong.
2: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I just I, I
1: just I patient. just numb them up. I'm like, all right, let's yeah, sit down, call focus,
2: <laughs> <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> no, I'm very personable with them. I try to get to know who they are, and I make notes about that so that way I can uh, have cues to remember for their next appointment. And I think that they like that we can pick up conversations in six months.
0: So that's why they like their hygienists more than they like <laughs> us. They they take the time to to get to know the patient. Yes. So, so
1: do you do the same thing?
0: I, I try. Mm-hmm. I definitely try. That's important to me in my practice to treat everybody as an individual uh do i remember everybody uh no uh if i remember you off the top of my head that's usually a bad thing oh <laughs> um just to be honest but no there's it's either really good or really bad in most cases right. but i try to remember at least a little bit uh i do try to keep notes uh, just personal yeah. things you know like they're they getting, kids, married or- getting married they're getting married um you know the, we we try to treat our patients like family that's mm-hmm. uh that's big to me and, uh, and to, to my practice do do patients ever bring you gifts
2: Yes. Oh yeah.
1: I've never gotten a gift. No. Maybe, uh, maybe. I'm you're serious. Doing things wrong. I've never gotten a gift. Uh, one time, not, w- not 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 as a periodontist, as a yeah, general yeah. dentist, I did. As a periodontist. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, for my birthday, just this past one, one of my first maintenance patients, um, she realized it was my birthday that day because I just had mentioned I was going to be celebrating that weekend, and she ran to La and got me a gift card, and came back. Oh wow. Yeah. So I have a few patients who bring. Okay. Who bring me goodies? So, Dr. Crayout you- gets them all the time. Oh, it must I, be nice.
0: I, I, I don't know if I get the, the same love that Je- Jessica's being nice right now. Uh, <laughs> so yes, you really Jessica. don't he, get anything he, at all. He, it's it's for, for Jessica. Here's your, here's your $5. It's, for, it's, you for, it's, that,
1: it's no. for Jessica. You just take it. <laughs>
0: I, no, is that it, what it he's, no. He's like, oh, I'm, I got another one. I'm a part of the process. But really, they just want to see Jessica. And the, the sooner I get out of the way, the, the, the better, right? They're like, oh, nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. Oh, you didn't stab me today. I saw Jessica. It was a great appointment. You know, <laughs> let me let me tell everybody how much I love this place.
1: <laughs> Good. <laughs> so you mentioned something. You said perio maintenance. Maintenance. What is that?
2: So, apereo maintenance is a um, what a, a schedule that a patient is on post scaling and root planing, or quote unquote deep cleaning, which we try to refrain from saying to the patients. Um, but uh, when they return, um, they're usually on a maintenance schedule, and that allows us to monitor their periodontal disease more closely and to keep them in a stable condition okay. with their periodontal disease.
1: And and you said scale and root planing. And explain to us a little more about that and and, and what the process entails. And who needs it? That's actually the best question. Who needs it first?
2: Patients who show signs of uh, periodontal disease with inflamed gums, bone loss, um, bad breath. um, There's a lot of different variables that play a role in periodontal disease, and that's what we're here for is to help uh, diagnose that and to treat it in order to get them um, in a stable condition to prevent bone loss and essentially tooth loss. Mm
1: -hmm. You know the word halitosis was a made-up word by uh, Listerine Company?
2: Well, oh, really, yeah.
1: Back in the forties or fifties, they made that up so they could sell more product. Mm. Really, yeah, it's a word. It's a made-up word. Halitosis. It sounds
0: very official. It does. We that was to make the whole it point. Word and, and coin it. Yeah. I know. <laughs>
1: Stank breath. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. Okay. So patients that need deeper cleaning is who uh, get like who have bone loss and everything, or mm-hmm. who you kind of see have
2: active infection, right?
1: And so you said in this area you don't see that much, right? Or you do mm-hmm. see a lot of those patients.
2: Um. I mean, I've never population. worked in another office. I've right. only been here. Oh wow, so, loyalty. Yeah, exactly.
1: yeah. he's really trying to get a raise. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> sounds so it's, bad. I think right it's time. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. But
2: yeah, um, the demographic of patients we see is a lot of young professionals, probably average range of twenty-five to thirty. Right. Um, and in that age range, um, it's it's pretty slim. A lot of them. Some have poor hygiene and um, just don't have a lot of bone loss that's evident on the radiographs just yet, so it's hard to determine if they're borderline. But um, we try to be proactive in, in educating the patients and letting them know what's going on. I think
0: I think one of the difficulties uh, is because of the, their age, they're kind of uh, in betweeners as I would say. You know, they're they're less perceptive to the slight and subtle changes towards gum disease. Um, they haven't experienced it for long enough to really. Um, have, uh, you know, significant, uh, uh, horizontal bone loss around the teeth. And so when you show them an x ray, there may be certain areas where you're seeing vertical and, and issues like that. And the, and the inflammation clinically, you can see the signs, but Mm -hmm. to tell, to tell them and for something that's not hurting them, not bothering them, you know, they kind of look at you with a puzzled look, like, what is this gum disease you're talking about? I've never, I've never even had somebody check my gums. I've been a, a kid all my life and this is the first, adult uh, exam I'm getting, um, and now, what is this word, perio disease? I've never even heard of that. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of education, and and Jessica does a good job of educating them.
1: Do you feel like uh, patients push back when they hear that they have a disease? Because you hear gum disease, you automatically think, what? What's going Mm -hmm. on, right? Do do you get a lot of that? Do do people get
2: upset? They get a little defensive, definitely, especially if all their life they've been told they're healthy or have been up a preventative schedule um, the first time they hear it is, is sometimes a shock to them and that's okay. Um, I don't expect a hundred percent of my patients to start right away. Sometimes it's a trust factor. Sometimes it's a building that, um, me establishing that value in the treatment I'm providing for them. And, um, and I'm, you know, we try our best to, uh, give them all the information that they need to make their own decision.
1: And I think, you know, just, as a periodontist, I also also I also think that patients kind of take it personal, mm-hmm. like they did something wrong, right? And that's not always the case. No, there are other factors that go into it, right? Exactly. You could you could it could just be genetics, mm-hmm. right? It could be because the bacteria the, the tartar plaque. Went Defects. underneath, exactly, went underneath your gum and, and now you can't get to it at all, mm-hmm. right? So you floss every day and I never say patients don't floss every day. Some patients don't floss every day. Yeah. Right. Let's be real. <laughs> they don't tell me they do, but they really don't, right? But other people, you just, you can't take it personal, right? Right. Yeah. And so I'm guessing somebody like yourself, they go, well, you just told me something that I've never been mm-hmm. told before. Do you feel that other people come from other offices and because of the fact that people take it personal, some hygienists or some doctors just don't want to even mention it? That they have a disease
2: sometimes,, yeah. yeah, they might if the patient especially if the patient shows um if they're a difficult patient from the beginning and you just don't wanna cause confrontation with them, I can definitely see where they might kind of go around it, but um. I think giving them the choices is, is always the best option. So and you just,
1: said difficult patient, explain that. And you um, can use words like <laughs>
2: annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> don't want to
1: mess with them. Yeah,
2: we have unfriendly patients mm-hmm. who come in sometimes that just don't really want to talk. And we try to get to know them personally and they kind of give you short answers or close off and you can pick up on that right away it
0: it seems to like infuriate the more that you're trying to get to know them like they they, (laughs) want they they've had it set in their mind that they want that this is going to be horrible and they want to keep it that way Uh, go go figure like so i mean everybody's different um i i think a lot of it is to your point is is taking it personal a lot of our patients when you tell them something for the first time I mean, they're 27, they feel like they're in the prime of life. Mm-hmm. Right. N- nothing's bothering them. Right. Though the, the showing them bone loss on, on an x-ray, um, especially when it's the initial stages, it doesn't really wow them. Um, showing them bleeding gums doesn't really wow them. You have to almost talk to the things that, that matter to them. Instagram. Um, Instagram. Facebook. Yeah. Like, uh. The, the yeah, article
2: I just read. What did it oh, say? Gum yeah. disease and erectile dysfunction. Oh, oh, <laughs> tell us
0: about that. Wait a minute, wait
1: a minute, wait a minute. Now I need to know. Yeah. So you're telling me you're going around telling your, your no. twenty seven year old patients you might get erectile dysfunction? I might. Oh well <laughs> tell me about this article, because now you brought it up.
2: No, I uh we in our office use something called Oral DNA, which is a, a laboratory that helps us with um discovering uh, pathogens that might be that are linked to periodontal disease within our patients' mouths. Um it's a simple um swish and spit. Um little tube that we can send off to a lab, and um, it's helped us with educating our patients. But they send me a a monthly newsletter, and in that monthly newsletter was a link to uh, from the Journal of Periodontology, uh, a study done at uh, three and four men uh, who have erectile dysfunction also have poor oral hygiene.
1: So the connection is... You patients that had erectile dysfunction, we also noticed that they also had
2: oral, oral hygiene, oral hygiene mm-hmm.
1: periodontal disease and stuff. And mm-hmm. so you said this. So this little, what do you call it, swish and spit? Yeah. Right. So this, what does it do? It determines exactly what bacteria you have in your mouth that's causing your periodontal disease.
2: It tests for 11 different pathogens that are between low risk and high risk um, that can tell you if a patient is uh, at risk for aggressive forms of periodontal disease. Um, and it also gives you ways to help treat the patient.
1: Oh, so you can actually aim in and focus on what bacteria, Mm -hmm. so you can treat it with whatever Mm -hmm. antibiotics, yeah. And it
0: it also shows the ones that uh, are more linked to other systemic conditions, uh, heart issues, things like that. So you may have a patient who is relatively healthy Mm -hmm. um, with a lot of bleeding gums. They say that they uh, take uh, good care of their teeth and are flossing, but uh, when you do this testing, you see that they're at a, they're predisposed. Uh, to have gum disease and there's going to be a lot of issues for them down the road. And, um, as far as their overall health, it's best in, in, it's in their best interest to, to get it fixed at that point, uh, while it's, uh, it's easily manageable mm-hmm. and before these, uh, major uh, changes that are going to occur happen. Yeah. And do
1: you recommend that for all your patients who have gum disease or do you say let's treat it first with the deep cleaning or whatever and mm-hmm. then see if it doesn't work, then let's find out what's really causing it?
2: That's the goal for us to maybe test new patients right off the bat just to kind of see if they are predisposed yeah. and to identify those challenges ahead of time to know if it's a patient we should treat aggressively from the beginning or maybe just kind of um, see how they respond to treatment after the fact. But um, it's definitely just another key tool similar to a doctor who requests uh, blood work done.
1: Okay, so it's kind of like a, a lamer version of 23 Me right
2: <laughs> a little <laughs> yeah you labor? hey they can also test for <laughs> oh, yeah. H- hpv strains
1: that, that now they're now we're going okay mm-hmm. so and i know they have antibody or they have like a shot now for hpv right mm-hmm. yeah, do they? But, yeah yeah yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I, need mm-hmm. to, I need you to keep up oh, okay. i need you to keep up and so that's the number one
2: transmitted uh transmitted um virus via aerosols in like plumes and a laser okay so um it's definitely something that w- if identified could help
1: Here's a question I have. So let's just say Mr. Smith and Mrs. Smith will come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mr. Smith has periodontal disease. Mm-hmm. Right. But Mrs. Smith gets some sweet loving from Mr. Smith. Right. Oh, wow. No, this, oh, ha- well. this happens. They're married. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so we're adults here. <laughs> okay. We're adults. Okay. So Mrs. Smith is getting some sweet love from Mr. Smith. Okay, right. Weird. Right. <laughs> Do you see that Mrs. Smith now might be exposed to the same bacteria that Mister Smith had that caused periodontal disease.
2: I always talk about that to my patients. Okay. Tell them it's transmissible um, to their child or to their a significant other, um, and uh, it's not always directly linked. I might have one healthy and one unhealthy, but I definitely let them know that that's a risk factor. See, this
1: is why I always tell parents and, and not to kiss their kiss or kids share in the mouth. Or no, yeah, share anything. No, that's no, no weird Tom to me. Brady-ing your children. Yeah, please. that's weird. You know how I feel about Tom Brady. You know he does a lot of weird <laughs> stuff. Kiss me in my mouth. Let's not talk about that. But <laughs> but but that is a, that's a serious thing, right? Because if you have a cavity and you're prone to the bacteria that causes cavity, if you have gum disease and you're prone to the bacteria that causes gum disease, and you share it with your child, mm-hmm. then guess what? You're just basically transmitting. transmitting uh these bacteria onto your kid correct that's why i yeah. made
2: my boyfriend come get a cleaning yesterday
1: there we go so your boyfriend <laughs> stink now no no no, no. <laughs> no, no, no no please don't Just say no, don't come, no. please don't come beat me <laughs> 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 no that's all no she's uh, looking
0: out for herself you that's, you know, that's, yeah. that's that's uh, that's a i didn't is,
2: tell him that that's a,
0: that's, that's a real <laughs> reason why wives and girlfriends always make the appointments for their significant other uh because they are trying to you know do what's right for them too that is true and i mean uh i know that um women have
1: a lower chance of getting diseases because of the good better oral hygiene mm-hmm. right guys we, we, we is that we, a proven we, fact it is we this actually is suck
2: another study. we actually mm-hmm. suck
1: at oral hygiene we <laughs> wow. have a higher chance of getting diseases if you break it down but it is what it is i'm not going to talk bad about gentlemen anymore we'll move <laughs> on um any um any questions or or anything that you normally get from patients that maybe you can explain to them now. Like, what are what is the one question that you always get patients on how to improve? If, if or, there was
0: if there was one question that you get consistently that yeah. you would just is like or a myth or something that you would like to dispel, what what would it be? This is your chance. We're very popular. We have about fifteen listeners. Oh,
1: okay. So all fifteen oh gosh, will hear you. Sure.
0: Fourteen <laughs> after you offended somebody I'm sure, last
1: time. We got fourteen now.
0: <laughs>
2: um so what is what was the question again
0: so basically what what question do you get all the time uh it may be a myth or something that's negative that you would like to dispel for all those patients that maybe uh are fretting coming to see you or or something that you get often that you're just like you 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 wish you never had to answer this question again
2: oh I like answering questions, so... Okay. I don't know. That's so helpful, see?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what I love her. I, I mean, uh, for me, it's always like, oh, is this shot going to hurt? And I say yes. Yeah, yeah. They always yes. ask if
2: it's going to mm. hurt, even, even with me. But I think that... um again, like going back to the personal thing, like letting them know that there's many variables that play a role in their oral health and coming in to see me more often is going to help us uh, keep things at bay and and make give, make them overall healthy,
0: yeah, so don't so don't take it personal. We're just, <laughs> we're just trying to make you the best you you could possibly. be. is that is that cliche enough? It is, okay, but perfect.
1: you know how um patients come to you know come to me a lot and they talk about, well, my insurance isn't covered, yeah. and I'm only going to do six months, even if they have gum disease, they talk about that, yeah. How do you get past that? And what can you tell people to kind of let them be more educated about that?
2: I mean, I think sometimes they forget that they're not on either of our sides.
1: You mean
2: insurance? Insurance. And so I try to um, let them know that we don't want insurance to dictate how we treat them. And I always give them the choice so they don't feel pressured. So I would rather tell them that this is something your insurance is going to cover and this is how much it's going to cost so I can sleep at night knowing that they know and they made their own decision based on on what the information I gave them.
0: Yeah. If insurance really cared, they would do their own exams for these things and catch them early on and, and also treat them. Right. Uh, but they give, they entrust that to us, uh, partially, um, but don't fully entrust it to us to, to treat our patients. And that's kind of the issue is the, the, the patient is not known from the insurance. I'm the one that, has to see you. And if you were to God forbid lose a tooth, I'm the one that would have to help you fi- fix that problem. The insurance is going to go about their life. They don't know you. You're a number. Um, to me, you're not a number. So, um, it does frustrate me. And you've, we've talked about this with our insurance yeah. podcast a lot. Um, when we let insurance. Uh, dictate the way that we treat individual people and their lives because, um, uh, it's, it, it really isn't right. You won't, you don't go to your, your heart surgeon and your heart surgeon say, well, I can give you, uh, a regular human heart. Um, <laughs> you know, that's what I prefer to do, but your insurance cubs are pig ones. So we're going to do a pig today. Is that, is that what you want? Yeah. No, you're, you're going to want to live and you're going to want the best. <laughs> Uh, organ right. in that case. Um, and I, and obviously that's an extreme, but yeah, very it's a, much. It's, a, it's, it, it is also, it's not, it's not hard to say that uh, insurance doesn't care about keeping patients healthy, uh, as much as they claim to, because it would cover some of these things, um, that have been proven to help. Um, and it would probably save them some money in the long term when they don't have all these patients that have relapse of active gum disease. That's and I think true.
2: also explaining the consequences to the patients, um, letting them be aware that if untreated, eventually it's going to lead to tooth loss. And our ultimate goal is for them to keep their teeth. So. Okay,
1: last question, and I know you got to go, uh, <laughs> but here's what's more important to patients. Oh actually no, I have two questions. First question <laughs> first question is what's more important to patient, their finances or their education when huh? it comes to decision deciding what they're gonna do?
2: To the patient? Yeah. Well, uh, what finances, do you think? hands what, down. So if I finances. could take out the money out of everything, they yeah. would do everything I told them to.
1: That's awesome. Second question, you said that um you do the oral uh, test, right, mm-hmm. with the spit and swish and that. Question I have is does insurance cover it?
2: Um, not currently. No. No. The test runs around ninety nine. Our lab fee is seventy nine, so it's not something we really plan on profiting out. It's right. just gonna help us with diagnosing and helping us to treat the patient. It's,
0: okay. It's it's really a wash. It's not a it's not a productive thing. It's right. really just for the education of the patient, and so we can and help. for us. Yeah, I mean, so we can know what we're dealing with and and know that we're treating them adequately from the from the jump.
1: Right. Because most of the time we just give them a broad spectrum antibiotic, exactly. right? Just basically hit everything. But if we know exactly what's causing the problem, we can go ahead and focus in mm-hmm. on that, which then will prevent. Uh, um, uh, antibiotic-resistant bacteria, yeah. know, right? Because right. we're just not giving everybody the same antibiotics. Well, over and some
2: now. of those pathogens are um, resistant to even scaling. So no matter how much we get in there and clean, the bacteria is going to linger. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank
1: you very much. We know that you have, you have to go. Yeah, um, she needs to get back to work. Oh, <laughs> and there it is. This is why she's going to leave soon. Uh, but, well, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Uh, and if you have any questions or anything, wh- what office are you at?
2: At the Heights Modern Dentistry. Oh, it's the hey, best in, a, place to work. That's oh. in Houston. <laughs> in Houston, Texas. Well, so thank you. Uh, come
1: visit her. She's way nicer than Dr. Kratos. Yeah,
0: I, w- <laughs> I would have to agree. All right.
1: Thank you guys. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R E A L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that our professional opinions, the final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.